Highlanders have traded for star forward Anders Kane. It's my team now. I need to protect my team. Hello, sir. Can you train me? Train you to what? Teach me to fight with my left. How many times have to tell you? Just the left. There you go. You look like Super Mario. Doug Glad, back as a Highlander. Good for you, kid. Forty, it's done. Here we go. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy Seagal Remix. Uh, I'm Marquis Lynn. All right, let's kick January out the back door. It's already, yeah. Wait, is it today February? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. You know, a lot of people say that January is like the longest month. You know, you're coming off the, like the holiday. It went fast. For I, me. Yeah, I was like, man, this blew by. If if February goes near as fast as January for me, March is just a week away. Twenty twenty five is almost here. I I need to start Christmas shopping. Again. Yeah, we are uh, we're a quarter of the way through this century. Yeah, already. yeah, like, that's how quick it's moving. Yeah, January January's done. Get it out. Kick it out the back. Here we are. Later, January. Uh, the shortest month of the year now, so hopefully it slows down. Is this a 29-day uh, year? 29-day February? Oh, good. Le- a leap year? Is this a Look leap year? Look at that. We, we get an extra... We get an extra day. We get day an extra day. Year? Yeah. So... This little calendar time That'll thing. be exciting for you. about all this stuff. Getting an extra... get. You know, I always say time is the most precious commodity. Like some people say, you water, always say water yeah. or or like gold. Yeah. I say it's time, <laughs> and so any year we can gain a day. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, it's true. What do you? You have big plans for your twenty ninth? Not yet, but <laughs> I'm thinking about yeah, it right now. You got to take advantage of it. Yeah, because as you always say. It's our most precious commodity. That's a bonus day. We should just all. It should always be a, hol- a holiday for from work. Well, the February 29th should always be a mandatory holiday. It should be a mandatory holiday for everyone. for the world. Yeah, for the like universe. Everything shuts down. Yeah, no one works. Seven Eleven is closed. Seven Eleven is closed. Yeah, and you better hope you got your groceries the day before. And we just, you just do what you want. Yeah, you just have fun. You or or don't have fun. Or, you know, catch up on some chores. Yeah. You know, use that extra day. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, you can't go, like, restaurants or anything. No, those are closed. closed. They're closed. All yeah. closed. Yeah. So you can, like, you can go to a park. It's like the day that doesn't exist. Yeah. We can have a purge. <laughs> it could be, the 29th <laughs> should be our, our purge day. It's our purge day. Yeah. We have a purge. Yeah. There's no rules, no laws. Yeah. All, all fair. Yep. 24. Have you ever seen a purge? I've not ever seen a purge. I've only seen like the fourth purge. Jump, you just jumped right into the middle of the steak. Yeah, I think my you didn't s- cut around the edges. You just took, you just cut a circle in the middle of the steak and just started eating it. I, I think my sister likes the purge movies. I, okay. I, I don't know, but I was like a holiday, and she's like, you know, put a movie on, and it was like Purge Four, and I was like, check this out, rock and roll. I didn't feel like I was lost. I was like, what was going on? I get the, I, I get the gist here. I feel like any purge preview I've seen, uh-huh. they give me the whole movie. Yeah. Like I, and I, I like the idea of, of the movies. Yeah. I there was a show. That. There was a purge show. Man, it got a show spin off. The purge is a big deal. It's a, it's a franchise, I guess. And, yeah, we're kind of sleeping on it. You're right. February purge buffer. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, well, okay. You haven't seen the purge. What would have you been watching? Oh man, this is a short list, Mark. Because um, I had a whirlwind of a, of a work the last couple of weeks. Yeah, you didn't know if we were recording or not. I, you. My I, my weeks are screwed up. Yeah, I was I was messed up. You thought this was like you thought this was I, last week. I got my movies in. I yeah. watched them, but I had no idea like time wise where we were. I will say I did. I rewatched a movie that I previously from last week our last show that I mentioned I watched. Yeah. I watched Society of the Snow again. You watched okay, you watched twice. I rarely mm-hmm. will, will rewatch a movie that close together. I loved that movie. Yeah. But I had to watch it again. It is freaking awesome. Oh, so that another another brand new movie. I believe this is either Hulu or an Amazon Prime. Um Self Reliance. Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Watch Self Reliance. Um I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to go ahead and give it a cash rating. Mm. 
Uh, and it's new, so I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got some issues with it, but I'll give it a cash rating. I enjoyed the majority of the movie. Mm. And then I, and then I, this came up, I was looking at like, for some reason I, I was looking at an article about cult classics. Okay. And this movie kit was on this list and I'd never heard of it before. And so I wanted to check it out. It's a, it's a movie from 1987 and it's called, I'm going to pronounce it like we would in America, but then I will pronounce it not with a British accent, but how they pronounce it. Okay. The movie's called With Nail and I. With nail and I. Um, they were saying it Whitnail. It's the last name, Whitnail. Oh, so they didn't they just dropped the I. The and the T. So it's like so it's spelled W I T H N A I L. Yeah. With nail. With yeah. And I. But they speak, you know, with the it just sounds like Whitnell or Whitnell. Yeah, yeah Whitnell. I don't think it's just how it's pronounced over there. Wait, is the whole thing Whitnell or is it Whitnell and I? Whitnell? Uh-huh. Ampersand? Yeah. I. Okay, so that's the title. Yeah. Okay. Yep. With nail and with I nail. is how we would read it. They say, Whitnell and I. Whitnell and I, Mike. If they wanted to see it. They'd like, oh, yeah. you see Whitnell and I. In Whit- it. Whitnell and I. Yeah. And and, I, and that's funny thing. The and I. Yeah. That's a character's name. And I. And I. He doesn't have a name. His character is and I in the credits. And I. Oh, played God. by... It's cash. Yeah, okay. It's such an awesome movie. Um, I can't recommend that enough. Yeah, 1987. And I guess it's like, it's a it's a cult classic. Yeah. I don't know if we know if that means cultural classic or cults like cults, it. Cults like it. Yeah. Uh, cult following. You know, this sounds like a real cult. You know, because sometimes they'll be like, ah, you know, it's a... You know, it's a sneaky cult. I, I think it was on, uh, Am- or on Netflix and they had cult classics or cult movies. And it was like... The bur- the Burbs was like the number one. It's probably because I watch it a lot. It's like cult movies. The Burbs. Like, is this cool? I mean, it's got Tom Hanks in it. It's... I wouldn't call The Burbs yeah. a cult classic. Yeah. Then next to it, it's just like Roadhouse. I'm like people seem to like Roadhouse. Yeah. Not... I think movies maybe at the time were cult classics, but then they've graduated yeah. now. Like this list had those ones you think of, like yeah. um, Heather's or uh, Evil Dead. Yeah, you know, it had that. It had a, those those kind of things on a list. Yeah, that, you know, many, and that's why this one drew me because I'd never heard of it before. Yeah, um, and it's it's on Max. Yeah, I think I yeah I guess Heather. My my thing if if I told four people about a movie, three of them can't have seen it. To be a cult classic, like a, yeah, like people a general movie knowledge, right? Can't like oh, the guy. You know, it's kind of sneaky cult classic. People like The Godfather, but have you seen The Godfather 2? <laughs> yeah. Me and the guys in the cult really like it. <laughs> with Nail and I. All right. Yeah. With Nail and I. Freaking. It's so cool. It's, okay. uh, it's these two. Uh, it's, it takes place in 1969. Uh-huh. These two out-of-work actors, roommates, and it's just like a, like a buddy hijinks movie. It's... It's something else. It's very interesting and, and funny, and I was like, I was extremely pleased with it. Happy I watched it. But that's it. Three three movies, okay. one rewatch, and all all solid. All yeah. cash. All cash. Let's see. I I you know, I also had a very short list. There's a lot lot going on uh, through January. That's just speeding by. Uh, I also saw the Hulu movie uh, Self Reliance. I laughed. Through, through some of it. So, th- when you said that you were giving it cash, I was in my, before the show started, I was like, man, I, we really got to come up with a word that rhymes with cash and trash that's like kind of that middle. Because this is like the perfect, like... There's no middle, Mark. It's like a middle that's... There's right. no middle. I'm going to... Okay. We don't live in the gray, bro. You're right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Much like Ron... You know, Ron, hey, there's... On Ron's man, there's Ron or it's not. That's right. So, yeah. I guess that's kind of what we're doing with. So, I, too... We'll give it a cash, but like, like a dollar cash. That's how I thought. I was like, I watched it, and then it ended, and I was like, oh, there you go. I, since you did watch it, yeah, I that I will come comment briefly. Yeah, the ending is underwhelming. Yeah, and that is why it. I gave it cash because I enjoyed it up. 
I liked a lot of the, the premise. Part, I liked the Jake. I like uh, Jake Johnson, and he, he wrote and directed this. I thought it was kind of you know solid for like a directorial debut. You know, I I was intrigued by what was going on. I liked kind of like the absurd stuff in it, and then yeah, at the end I was just kind of kind of the last like kind of hour forty minute, minute movie. Like the last thirty minutes, like the last third, I was just underwhelmed. I feel like they just didn't know how to end that movie. Yeah, so but I'll give it cash. Uh, it's, it's worth a watch, I think. Yeah. Um, all right. It's this fun. Is, it's very fun. Movie. This is 2020. I think you've seen this. I, I don't remember your recommendation or how you sat on this. 2020's The Silencing, uh, starring um, Jamie Lannister. I know that man has a real name, but I can't think of it at the moment. Uh, a hunter joins or uh, duels it out with, with, with a killer in the woods. Um if I was, if you told me to cash or trash it the first forty minutes, I was like, "This is a cash movie." Then you, but you went about a disappointing second half. That's this movie, and so for that, I gotta give this. I gotta give this a trash, but not like deep in the trash. <laughs> it's like recycling bin. Recycle this bin. is a recycle bin trash. Like the last, the last half of this movie. There, there's a turn. There, there's a plot twist sort of thing that happens in the. Probably the right exact middle point of this movie, and from there, the movie loses me. Yeah, I think I gave it a cash. Um, that movie's kind of my wheelhouse for tone and mood. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's a part that happens, and then from there, I was like, oh. The first half, though, I was with that. I was like, oh, I wish this was just the whole movie. I mean, these like kind of not these straight to streaming, uh, kind of to- like they all kind of. Follow like you know the 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 makeup of like gritty crime like oh he's he's a he's a father who suffered loss he's an alcoholic you know it's like moody it's always said in like Oregon I was like yeah just you don't you don't have to hit me you don't don't hit me with a crazy twist just uh, just give me that mood all the way through yeah. but uh, yeah so I'll put that in the trash uh, this one uh, this is also on Hulu. This is it's called Sanctuary. Margaret Qualley and uh, the guy, one of the guys from that show, Girls. Uh, he is the uh, the heir to a hotel. Um, one of the guys from that show, Girls. Yeah, one of the guys. You know, there's that's a, a remarkable sentence. Yeah, one of the guys from the show, <laughs> but not Adam Driver. The guy from Girls who wasn't Adam Driver. Um, He's the heir to a like hotel, uh, what do we call it? like empire. His his father dies, and so he's he's the heir to uh, the hotel empire. And uh, he had it, it all takes place in in one room uh, over the course of like one night, and it's him trying to break up with his dominatrix because he's going to be like the CEO of this uh, you know giant uh, corporation. I sounds awesome. I like it. It's. <laughs> It's it's freaky, you know. It's 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 a it's a horny movie. It's also like a sweet movie. It's a thriller, but it's also kind of like a comedy. And it's just it's two, two people in a room, kind of just arguing, I guess, for like an hour and a half. And I liked it. By it ended, I was like, that was great. Sometimes you just want to watch actors act crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna add it to my watch list. That's yeah. cool. Good. Uh, and that's it. Three three movies. So uh, three and three, three and three. <laughs> we did get uh, two other movies in. Uh, Mike's theme for this month was fro- frozen water. Frozen water. So we watched. I don't of know course. why you're why you're laughing about that theme. That's a serious theme. Because <laughs> water freezes, Mark. Yeah. It's like trust me. I had a lot of when I was trying to pick the movie we were doing next. I was like. This gives me a lot of options. I was like, why didn't he just call it ice? That's why. Because then I was was really just trying to think of, like, (laughs) what movies could I pick that don't involve ice, but also involve frozen... I was really trying to think of, like, all right, there's a reason he didn't say ice. What else is frozen water? Exactly. You might be underwhelmed with my pick, because I'm... Skip to the end of the podcast if you don't want the teaser, but... It might, mine just might involve ice. <laughs> we watched the uh, the hockey uh, sports comedy Goon: The Last Enforcer, the sequel to 2011's Goon. Um, let's see, Goon uh, 
Directed by Michael Dowse, written by Jay Baruchel and Evan Goldberg. Stars Ma- Sean William Scott, Mark Andre uh, Grondin, Allison Pill, Lee F. Shriver. Uh, Doug Glatt, a slacker who discovers he has a talent for brawling, is approached by a minor league hockey coach and invited to join the team as the muscle. Despite the fact that Glatt can't skate and his best friend Pat, wait, can't skate, his best friend Pat convinces him to give it a shot. And Glatt becomes a hero to the team and their fans. Until the league's reigning goon becomes threatened by Glatt's success and decides to even the score. Goon... Meet Doug, the nicest guy you'll ever fight. Was this your first time seeing Goon? No, second. This was I saw this once when it, it came out on Netflix. This was a, uh, it wasn't a direct to Netflix movie. This was a it came out on DVD and then quickly went to the streaming service Netflix, and that's where I saw it. Uh, before you rewatch it, what were your thoughts? Or what were your thoughts on Goon? I I remember enjoying Goon the first time I saw it, uh-huh. and. Um, other than that, I really couldn't remember anything. I just I knew it was hockey, and it and it and it, you know, was centered on fighting within the hockey. Yeah. And Sean William Scott, and I and I and I kind of recall it being like his return from, you know, his issues. Back to acting. It's 2011, right? He was really hot coming off American Pie, which is 1999. Does like four of those. He's in The Rundown with The Rock. He's in Dude, Where's My Car? All this stuff. And then, yeah, I guess there's like this break. Um, I I saw it once. Like you, I was like, it's a hockey movie. He plays like a dummy. I remember remember he was like a sweet, dumb guy. Like, that was his thing. He was a sweet, dumb guy. And then the only other thing I remember was him blocking a puck with his face and then getting kicked a lot. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's, that's gruesome. So in my mind, all I remember was like, dumb sweet guy, pretty bloody for a comedy. Yeah, and I, I kind of forgot how bloody it was, yeah. actually. Yeah, uh, what about rewatching? What, did, did you rewatch it? For, I, I did. Okay, what were your thoughts on um, the second time? It, it kind of, honestly, I had a good time watching it again. I it I still, I was surprised how bloody it was because I mm. kind of forgot. Um, Jay Baruchel's character... I mean, I was rolling. I really like Jay Baruchel, and I was rolling with his character. He's just so obnoxious, yeah. and and um, but I did, I did enjoy the rewatch, and I kind of forgot like the cast they got going. Liv Schreiber, and then um, Allison Pill. She's she's had a moment. Yeah, and, and it's like, and Eugene Levy shows like, man, they had something, they had something going here with this. Yeah, I I rewatched it and. Uh... I, I was like, this is a sol- this is a solid sports movie, like sports comedy. Like it's funny, it follow it kind of just follows like you know it it's formulaic like a mm-hmm. lot of like sports movies are. But yeah. like Sean William Scott playing the dumb brute guy, like he's actually it's a he does a pretty good job in this role. Yeah, and it has a lot of like uh like sweet like heart to the movie like. A, that it kind of elevates it. Like you're saying about like Jay Baruchel, like normally I would find that character like obnoxious, but he's more than just a one-dimensional character that's just there for jokes. Like, oh, he's actually like a good friend. Yeah, he's there for his friend. Yeah, like he's yeah. like he's an obnoxious. He cares about. Yeah, him. he's an obnoxious guy, like crude guy. But it's like oh, but there's even this like side character has like depth to yeah. him and like moves the story and like you know gives it emotional stakes. So yeah, I was like, this is. This is solid. More people just watch Goon. Yeah. Um, why have I only watched Goon once in uh, the last 14 years? I know. Yeah. I know. $12 million budget. Only $7 million at the box office. Uh, 81% on Rotten Tomatoes based on 106 reviews. Goon is a crude slapstick comedy with a well-formed characters and a surprising amount of heart. Uh, I feel like they just said what I said. Uh, we get a sequel... Six years later, after the so my recollection, so it wasn't a big box office hit. Critics liked it. This came to streaming. I feel like a lot of people did tune into Goon. Yeah, because it was just kind of there. On, on I mean, I heard page. it through word of mouth or yeah. a website or something, and I was like, I'll check it out. Sean William Scott in a hockey movie. All right, yeah, yeah. probably gonna be funny. Yeah. Uh, Twenty seventeen, we had Goon, Last of the Enforcers. Jay Baruchel returns to write this along. With making his directorial debut as a director, uh, we get a lot of the cast returning. 
Sean William Scott, Leah Schreiber, Allison Pill, along with Wyatt Russell uh, and Alicia Cuthbert. Uh, during a pro lockout, Doug the Thug Glatt is injured and must choose whether to defend his team against a dangerous new enemy or be there for his wife as she prepares to give birth to his daughter. Goon, last of the enforcers, Glatt's back. Was this your first time seeing Goon, last of the enforcers? It was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, did you know that this existed? I had a, I had a, a hunch. I, 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 I recall seeing... An article or something somewhere where they're like, Goon Two is you know in production. Yeah. And then I, it I kind of forgot about it um, until recently, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. It's one I remember when I hit Netflix. I was like, oh Goon Two, I liked Goon. It was six years later, and I just never. I think that I think this sat on my my list for a while. Like when I started, I think it was like part of my list. I was like, yeah, I just never flipped it back on. Um, no budget or box office information. Does have a 42% on Rotten Tomato based on 62 reviews. Sean William Scott remains as watchable as ever in the title role, but Goon, Lost of the Enforcers, repeats its predecessor's violent and profane formula to dis- diminishing effect. Uh, what what were what is the positives here of Goon, Lost of the Enforcers? I, I do. I, I mean, I'm always a fan of a strong returning cast. Yeah. I mean, they got... Everyone except Eugene Levy back, right? Mm. Um, I like I like continuity with sequels yeah. in the cast, so that's a positive. How much time passes between Goon and Goon Two? I feel like it's only like maybe a couple seasons, a few seasons. Okay, I was yeah, I was like, okay, I don't think this is six years later. No, but I was confused. Like, is this just the next season, or it, yeah, I think it it could have been the next yeah. season. But then you you got like the Kim who was a player. He's the team trainer or doctor yeah. now, and then Ogilvy is now coach. So I think it might be like a, a, a couple seasons down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that that continuity, and this is a positive for both. And and I think it part of why I think Goon was a surprise streaming hit is Sean William Scott is. Playing not Stifler. Like, every movie he was in, he was just playing Stifler. Yeah. And, you know, he'd get, he'd get typecast. American Wedding, playing Stifler. I mean, it's just, yeah, I mean, the majority of movies he <laughs> yeah, is no. Stifler, but no, yeah. even movies that aren't American Pie, you know, franchise, like, it's just him playing, he's just playing Stifler. And I think, uh, they're, they're, they, it's a different character. It's nice to see him actually do something different than Stifler. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what I really like about Goon, the first one, is it. You watch it as like. I actually had to look up because. If if all you knew about hockey is what you learned from Goon and Goon t- from the Goon franchise, you would believe that there are about three fights per uh, per hockey hockey yeah. game. And like how many hockey fights are there? Right? right? And I looked it up and it's like it works out to like there's a like there's a one hockey fight for every four games. Okay. Like last year in the league, so that, that, in the pro, that's about hours. that's in the NHL. In the NHL, okay. yeah. So it's like okay, one fight for every like four games. I gotta believe. Uh, Minor league in these other leagues, it might be a little higher. Now. Might be a little higher. Yeah. Uh, but it'd be like one point four. Yeah. Well, let's say it's a it's a hundred it's hundred percent higher. It's still uh one fight for every two. Right. <laughs> two games. This was like oh, there's like three fights every game. Huh? Uh, but what I liked is like it wasn't just there was a part where I was watching the first one. I was like, wouldn't it be better if this was just like a UFC movie? Like, oh, he's just like a dumb guy who could throw a punch. Why, why not just make him a fighter? But they actually like. The hockey's still very important to the movie, and that, that kind of continues. And, like, in the first one, I just kind of learned what, like, I had an idea of what, like, an enforcer was. But I'm not, like, the huge hockey fan. This does a good job of, like, explaining to you the role of, like, an enforcer and, like, what they're there for. It's like, yeah. So it needs to be a hockey movie. It's it's important that you he's there, and it needs to be a team movie. You can't just be like, oh, he's shot one Scott can take a punch. Why don't we make him a boxer? Right. Yeah. Uh, so the, that continues in this. And the fights in, in this series are 
It's an exaggerated sure, yeah. hockey, you know, stereotype. I don't believe that the final fights in either one of these w- would be uh, would be allowed. No hockey fight would go anywhere near would to be where any of the sanctioned. Either 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 of these movies go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually, and once a guy is down, the fight when it's, once a guy slips and falls, the fight is done. And then the repercussion being a one game suspension. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you, you attempted to murder a man. Uh, uh, on the ice there. Um, along with a good Sean William Scott, Leah Schreiber is great in both these movies. He's really good. He's so good. Of like, He's the name. Like He's the guy, like the, the, the actor that they got to be in these movies, and he's just so good in his role. It's, per- it's perfect for him. Yeah. Ross the Boss Ray. Yeah. Great name, too. Great name. He's got that cool mustache. Just looks like a grizzled hockey vet. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like a hockey vet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the hair, like, you know, just, just that wavy hair and the mustache, the cigarette. Like, it just it just works. Um, oh, so getting more in the second one, Kim Coates as the coach was just consistent. He was, to me, the, the, the most consistently funny character in the second one. Yeah. Just beginning to end, I was like, Saw every time he was saying something, it was it was funny. Um, so yeah, just getting you get, you get everybody back, give them more to do. Yeah, yeah, it, you know, kind of expand. Um, yeah, also just s- still pretty funny, like as a comedy. Scene, yeah, it's still pretty. Like there were a couple times I, the the one I, I wrote down because I I burst out laughing was when. Uh, they're making the push for the playoffs, and the coach is giving the speech on the plane, <laughs> and the pan to the flight attendant was just so goddamn funny. I'm like him just talking, and then just pans over. There's a flight attendant there. There's just other passengers <laughs> trying to get to their destination. I was like, ah, okay, that's a yeah, it's on a private plane. Yep, for a minor league hockey yeah. team. Or that was a sol- that was a solid joke. Yeah. Um, the other one I wrote down was, uh, with, at the, uh, it continues, like, the sweetness of the first one of, like, it's a team, like, they are a team, they're bonding, they're a team, and it's important that, like, when they give him the doll at the hospital, him just flipping it over, it says 1995, I just laugh. <laughs> it's authentic. It's official. I mean, it's official. Uh, anything else? I th- um, as far as I'd like to say, I think, uh, Alicia Cuthbert is really funny. Mm. She... She should do more comedy. I mean, she did that run on the ranch. Yeah. And her comedic timing is great. She was on a show called Happy Endings, which was on, like, NBC. Or I don't recall that. Yeah, I, I caught it after it got canceled. But I caught it on streaming. Like, I think when I first got Hulu, it was one of the shows they kept like, oh, catch up on this. And I don't know how many seasons it went. But it was really funny, and she was very funny in it. And that, that was kind of the first time I saw it. It was before the ranch. And I was like, "Oh, she's hilarious. She's funny, yeah. and I I'd like that. I I wish she would do she would do more stuff. She should just do more. I mean, she should just do more. Yeah, she should just she? do more. She, I mean, they did, the ranch that ran to like, yeah. I mean, the ranch was like it was just a few years ago that ended. Yeah, there was it was like six parts. They didn't go yeah. by seasons. They call it like by part. But I'm you know they could have filmed all the six parts over the course of two and a half years or sure. something." But other than that, I don't know what she's doing. She should do more, though. Yeah, yeah. In comedy, because, yeah, but, hilarious, yeah. Yeah. To think that, I think she was widely considered the one of the more unlikable characters on 24. Oh, everyone hated yeah. her. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, well, she should have Jack's been, daughter, she's She should have been telling ass. jokes, yeah, and people would have loved her. She's a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Bauer's daughter, yeah. Yeah. Um... All right, what, what what didn't work? Um, like the, like you mentioned, like hey, we had these great characters, gave them more to do. I think they gave Glatt too much to do, uh-huh. because in the first one he like he's not playing, you know, Shelling's got not playing Stifler, and he plays this, and I I'm I wasn't willing to call him a dummy. Yeah, he's it, more just like naive to me. He, yeah. Um. But in this one, like, it definitely made him a dummy. They did, like, 
Ew. And I think it's because they gave him too much to do. A lot of people have this play like The Simpsons, where it's like, oh, The Simpsons, you know, Homer was like this lovable doof. And then at a certain point, they made him like an unfunctioning. And that's how I felt about this. It was like, yeah, he was a naive, for whatever reason, kind of like sheltered, tough guy. But, you know, he was, he was like a sweetheart, dumb guy. This, they made him like, oh, he might be like. Unable to like function, right? <laughs> yeah, like they just made him like too dumb. Yeah, uh, and that I had a problem with that. Yeah, and and I feel like it was because they just had he had they had too many lines. He was in too many scenes, um, and so I feel like it just made him dumber. Yeah, made the character dumber. Yeah, kind of. You know, I had this with uh, with Pat in the first one. You know, he was like obnoxious and. In the beginning, parts of it, and it kind of goes with more of the jokes in this movie, the ones I didn't find as funny. It's like, I felt there was like crude humor, like crude jokes just for the sake of being crude jokes that didn't have like a payoff. Like when he's talking to Alicia Cuthbert's character and they're just like, why do you have a boner? And he's like, oh yeah. And he's like, oh, that's Pat. He always gets boners. And then that's just the end of the scene. I was like, that's not a joke. Like that's just right. like, yeah. Like I get how like that can be funny to people. I was like, well, that's not, a, that's not like a joke. Like, there's no, like, punchline to that. It's just like, oh, hey, what if he had a boner while he was talking to these people? You yeah. Know? The, how do you feel about the two, what are they, Slavic? The brothers? Yeah, the, I'd say Russians. Russia? Okay, they're Russians. I felt like at one point, I think it was the Ed title, the, oh, positives? Uh, uh, gag, you know, the end credits. Outtakes, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like he called like Sl- Slavic sentence of bitches or something. But, uh, yeah, Russian. I feel like the, it just went too much in this one. Where I was like, I, I don't find this as funny. Yeah. I mean, it's taken up a lot of screen time. The you know, like oh, their their power, they're double teaming his mom. And it's like it's it, it just went on a little too long. Yeah, like we get it. We, yeah, we get yeah, it. we get it. He gets it. Yes. Like, it's funny in the first one, but it would be like, oh, that was like 10 seconds, and then we cut to something that's moving the story along. It's just like, them just two minutes trying to give him that sandwich. I'm like, this is, this is long. Hey, we got a hockey game to play. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, uh, positive, the the actual uh, Slavic uh, hockey player who gave out candy, as a, that made me laugh. <laughs> and when Wyatt Russell is giving, like... His speech, which is just like, don't fuck up or I'll kill you all. And the guy's just laughing. He's like, this guy fucking gets it. I was like, this is funny. All right. That works. <laughs> um, right, not a negative. I get it. Like, you know, we're, hey, we're just here to make a funny sports comedy. How were they able to sign Anders midseason? I don't. Well, I mean, I think it's minor league hockey, so there's the rules are... I yeah. mean, it's like our local hockey team. You just buy them away. Like, our local hockey team is in the WHL, Western Hockey League, yeah. which is, like, one of the building building leagues for NHL players. Sure. Like, two, like one of the two bigger, like, building layers. Mm-hmm. But if you, like, try to comprehend their draft rules, their contract rules, how many people they can have at a certain age on the team, it is baffling. Yeah. So... I just chose to say, eh, it's just hockey. Yeah. But they faced him. So it would be like if the hockey team, if our local hockey team faced a, the, the rival team and, and then just took the player, the best player off that team, and, and was like, he's on our team And now. the premise also is that they don't say NHL, but the professional but league is on a lockout. Yeah. So this minor league teams are hiring these lockout players. So he was an upper tier player, yeah. a pro player that they brought in, and then they played. That's why I think and I had then, an issue with the timeline. It was like, when did Doug get then, kicked out, like, have to retire? Then they bought his contract. Yeah. And then they, squad, they cut him. Cut him. Yeah. He so signs back. He signs with the other. It's so... Yeah. I, cho- I chose to just, like, not worry about it. Because at one point, I'm like, what the hell yeah. is going on here? And then I was like, I guess it really doesn't matter. I mean, everything's exaggerated in this yeah. movie. What? As far as the hot sure. and stuff. Um, do you have strong thoughts on Wyatt Russell? I feel like he he's a guy whose star is rising a little bit. I kind of like him. I liked him in this role a yeah, lot. I there were parts like part of it. I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know about him as an actor. But then there were absolute parts where he had me like dying laughing, and like he played like such a good 
angry, kind of entitled, but also a dumb guy. Like, yeah, so there were definitely parts of this where I was like, he's killing this right now. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I I don't, yeah, I, I, it took me about half an hour before I realized who it was. Uh, and I, that beard. I, I guess I, I kind of skipped, I just kind of spaced the opening credits and I'm like, what is he, who, who is that? And then I was like, oh, is he in the Iron Claw? And then I was like, I'm looking, I'm like, no. And then I was like, oh, why, oh. Kurt's boy. Yeah. He I know be, him from other things. He would have been great in the Iron Claw. Would have been great. Yeah. yeah. Guy's taller than five, I, five, six. I mean, I really did believe him as, as kind of a psycho. Yeah. Like, and, um. Yeah, I think those were the moments where I, I just felt like, the other parts I was like, I don't know if he's acting that well, but then the psycho part would come out and I was like, yeah, this guy's a great actor. <laughs> Uh, I didn't, and that's a negative for me. Is like I didn't really understand the relationship with him and his father, and that whole thing. I'm like, this is bizarre. It, it doesn't really seem to pay off. I, I I felt like in as the movie was progressing, I was like, oh, this is like a major league type deal. Like, oh, it's the evil owner. They're gonna rally again. But then it kind of seemed like the owner got on board pretty quick. Yeah. When Doug came back, and then and I didn't really understand this like inner team. This inner team fight, like we got the new guys and they're going up against the old guys in practice, and mm. and like I, I just didn't understand really what was going on there. Yeah, like it, uh, yeah. Well, that was a negative for me. I'm like this, all all this is just weird. Yeah, that's why he was a bad captain. Terrible captain. Terrible captain. Because it's it's a yeah it's a team. How does the captaining in hockey... I know captaining in hockey is like a real thing. It's an important thing. Yeah. What's the A? Assistant captain. Assistant captain, okay. Yeah. You get like two of those, right? I think you do get two, you yeah. Get two of those. Okay, so you get captain, you get a couple, yeah. Um, all right. Let's see. Um, God, you know, I'm looking at my notes. I'm like, I actually had... I don't know. I kind of walked away feeling like this movie wasn't as strong as the first, but now that I look at my notes, I was like, I do have more like... Things I enjoyed than than I didn't. Um, oh, probably should mention that as far as a positive. So like the actual the actual hockey stuff, I think does take a backseat for Doug making his like comeback and having to work with uh, uh, Ross and do all that, which I liked. I liked the whole you know mentor me to find my left hand. Yeah, we got a little like Rocky training montage kind that, of thing. Okay, I know it's exaggerated for the sake of a, of a funny movie. The 10-man brawl on the ice, is that a thing? Can I go to Canada? I don't think that's real, but... It was once guys kicked the shit out of each other on, on the ice? I don't think that's real, but I like it. <laughs> oh, come join me in goon fighting. The goon fighting league, and maybe they'll see you. Uh, but, so, I do think, like, the hockey guy takes a backseat, but... The last, the, the final game, like, as far as, like, following the beats of the sports movie, is, like, they nail, they nail the ending. Yeah. Of, like, making, like, a exciting sports movie finale of, you know, the hockey looks great, the fighting on the ice looks like, incredibly bloody. The, ho the hockey looked really yeah. good. Yeah, the hockey. The hockey looked, like, way better than the first movie. Mm -hmm. Like, just, look like I was watching high-definition broadcast. Yeah. Of a hockey game. Like, it was really nice. Yeah. And, and like, you really, really didn't get it. Like, the last, the last part of the movie. Yeah. Is, or, you know, the, the last game where it's like, where they really focus on, like, okay, here's the score. And then I can follow along. It's like, here's the score. Here's the, you know, the period we're in. Um, La Flamme. Great hockey name. Great hockey yeah. name. La Flamme. Um, all right. Let's see. Yep. Yeah. Zoom out here. Would you like to see a sequel to Goon, Last of the Enforcers? Ah, uh, no, I don't think so. I think, uh, I mean, I think, I think Glad's arc is closed. Yeah. I don't want to see, Glad gave it his all. Great final scene in this movie. Like, they, they do hit, like, for this being kind of a crude comedy um, you know, the dick jokes and say like the him putting a stick down, walking away as his team celebrates. I was like, that's a great ending yeah. for, for this character. 
So I, I, I don't need to see him step back on the ice. Yeah, let him enjoy his life. Though, if we were going to get a sequel, it's Glatt, and he's teaching, he's coaching his daughter's, like, junior junior hockey. Oh, yeah, that yeah. could be, yeah. Yeah, if we, if we actually need another uh, Doug Glatt movie. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't want to see him. He, he doesn't need to lace up for, for Halifax. No, no. What about a remake? No, I think we're good. I'm too too soon for a remake, I think. Too soon for a remake, though. How about another hockey sports comedy? Yeah. Hockey's a great movie for for it is. for comedy, for, for is. sports. Um and, and we don't get a lot of them. No. We got we got Slapshot, we got this, we got like the Mighty Ducks. Let's... The problem is you gotta you gotta I mean half your production, you know, budget is teaching guys to skate. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's well. That's why. That's why, probably why this was a Canadian production. Mm, yeah, yeah. You just get a bunch of Canadian actors. They all know how to do it. Um, oh, Sean and Scott, American. You know, he's one of ours. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, yeah, like yeah, Netflix. Let's just. We don't get a lot of sports movies anymore. No, especially sports comedies. I, I did. I was on Netflix. It was like, hey, did you like Goon? Do you want to see this religious spiritual movie called The Hill? I was like, I don't. Not really. I don't want to see this crippled boy play baseball. <laughs> no offense to him. I was like, I don't want to sit through two hours of this. Yeah, if do you have a funny baseball movie you want to show me, Netflix? Yeah, let's get let's get more yeah. sports comedies yeah. on streaming services. Um all right, what character, and there are a lot of them, would you like to see a spin-off movie of? Man, I really liked um I liked Ogilvy. Is he the goalie? No, Ogilvy is like the the gristled captain from the first one. And okay, the assistant says, yeah. I like looks Ogilvy. like Timothy Oliphant with, going through the divorce. Yeah, yeah. I liked Ogilvy. I'd like to see like a, I'd like to see a prequel. It's pretty yeah. Ogilvy coming up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coach is great though. Yeah, good, yeah. Can, yeah, he's everything he said. Just, <laughs> I liked him. I, I actually that's probably that's probably the answer. I want to see him just go coach more. Yeah, co- co- he coaches uh, junior hockey. League. He coaches Glatt's daughter's junior hockey team. Yeah, that that's what I want to see. <laughs> um, that or maybe the Russian brothers and like the, you know the, uh, what do you call it? A truple? The the truple they they have with with the the, the mom. You know how how's that thing they make it home? <laughs> I don't want to see that. Um, what do you think of the title? Goon, colon, Last of the Enforcers. I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah I kind of like it. It's long, but I I get it. Do you feel like it rings true? <sighs> no, because I think Anders is going to keep playing. Yeah. Glad's out. That's true. I- even in this fictional world of Goon... He had fucking. Well, oh, no, Anders was done. Remember, he was like, "I fucking hate this sport." Oh, that's true. Yeah. Not. I don't think it rings true, but I still liked it. Yeah. I still like the name of it. Mm-hmm. It is. It is wordy. Yeah. But it made more sense for like the first one, because Ross felt there were no worthy, you know, worthy enforcers for him to go against. And then finally, here comes Doug. It's like, yeah. okay, here's someone I can pass the torch to. But then the second movie starts out with like, yeah, but then here's this other fucking animal. <laughs> so, League's full of them. Yeah, it is. Yeah. In fact, they have they, they actually run this separate league where all these guys can just get together and beat each other up on the ice. Uh, every time there was these hockey fights too, my reaction, and I, I, even though it's, it's a comedy movie, I'm just like still like, oh, like, because he's just cracking people's heads open. There's blood. I do love the reaction to every time there's these fights of the people. They don't... The, 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 the people in the stands do not react to what we're seeing, which is like, you know, well, we know the backstory. We know what these men are going through. We we saw Doug and his future with his daughter and his wife flash before his eyes before he knocks this guy out. All these people are just doing it. They're just cheering every time there's like a tooth flying in the, in the, uh, in the stands. Do you need to see the first to enjoy, uh, to understand the second one? I don't think you need to understand it, but I do think it is a, a, a better if you do. Uh-huh. The way you worded the question, no. But yeah, I do think it's a prerequisite to enjoying a film. Yeah, it, 
you could jump into this, yeah. and I don't think you'd be lost. Like they they do a fine job of kind of like, hey, who here's who everybody is again. Here's here's what his role is. Here's that, but you get a lot more from watching the first one because they they do a lot. I mean, just all the characters and, and like really like it, like you would miss out on his whole like courtship with his wife and, yeah, and stuff. I mean, they jump ahead in time a little bit. You don't see him yeah. get married, but just him meeting. And that's a major part in the first one, which I appreciate. This one. We get a lot of the same characters, but they don't have to, like... They don't recap a lot of, like... You know, there's not that part with, like, Doug and LaFleur to be like, Hey, remember when we first met, you know, I looked at you as a rival. But, like, no, it's just like... So, if you just jump to this one, you'd be like, Oh, yeah, LaFleur, great team player. Yeah. All the way through. It's like, (laughs) oh, you missed his arc in in the first one. Which was like, oh, no, but he was kind of a showboat, you know, selfish player. Playboy. Yeah, him and Doug... uh, Grew, grew to be teammates. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Which would you put on first? Uh, Goon. The original. Yeah. Man. I just like the, I like the, 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 the arc of the team, you know, becoming a team in that yeah. one. Yeah. I like that. Man. Goon too. Yeah, you get more... More Kim Coates. You get Alicia Cuthbert. You get more Leah Schreiber. I don't think Goon One has a joke that is as funny as that pan to the flight attendant. But I'd probably put on Goon because it's start to finish. Like, it's the more complete, like, solid movie. And it has, for me, it has more Pat. Yeah. I, Jay Bruce was character. I like Pat. What if I told you he directed the second one? So it's kind of like, you know, he's like a ghost over every scene. Fingerprints all over it. That way, yeah. I'm still choosing Goon. Just <laughs> Goon. Oh man, and I liked Goon too. I I really did like Goon too. I and but I still think I'd choose Goon one. And that's how I, I watch bad. these. That's how I'm in the mood. I'm gonna do a stopwatch because I don't feel like Pat. I feel like he went away for a lot a lot in uh in the first one too. He, he did, and then he kind of disappears in this one as well. But his scenes are just so much. More obnoxious and, and powerful in it, I think, than this one. But it would be interesting to know actual screen time. He just felt like so much more of a character in the first to me than the second. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I, I, th- I think the first one's probably the one I would probably put on. Like, absolutely to get my goon fix. Probably throw on, throw on the first one. Uh, finally, goon too. Did we need it? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes, we needed it. Yeah, I, I, I think this is a pretty... I don't think this is... Just in a vacuum, I don't think this is as good as the first one. I don't think this is not... It's not definitely not better. But it's a very solid, like, follow-up to a movie that does something different. You know, it, it's a different story. It's, the first one's Doug finding himself and knocking. It's like... It, it's a, it's a, cla- it's a cliched story, but it, it works. It's just like the old guy, but is he still got it for, you know... Yeah, and like they do it, like it's, y- you nail it. You want a you want a sports comedy, and you or you've just tired of watching Major League, yeah, like Major League Two. Like, don't go good and good last of the enforcers. I mean, it's Contra- Major League probably better than Goon. Goon Two better than Major League Two. Goon as a series, on average, might be better than Major League. I mean, I think they're because yeah. It's up there with Major League. It's yeah. I mean, I, I think, think it, I think both the I think it's up there with Major League for for sports comedy. Un- underrated sports comedy series. Goon. Um, all right, yeah, Goon. It, this was interesting. Goon two on Netflix. Goon on Amazon. It was on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they, they split them up, but you can find them streaming. Yeah, check them out. We're in hockey season. It is, yeah. Right in the guts of hockey season. Yeah, so check out Goon. They don't start the playoffs until all the ice melts in like the middle of June or something. It's crazy. It, it like it goes like bas- like it runs kind of concurrently with basketball season, right? Yeah. So we get the playoffs in June. Yeah, I mean when I went to Vegas last year, the championship parade that was middle of June. The championship oh, parade right. was yeah. like June fifteenth or something when we were in Vegas, and yeah. it was like, I mean, it doesn't make sense to play hockey past. March. But it starts in... What does it start? It's a long season. Yeah, it starts in like September? No, I can't be right. October? November? I, I think not, I think October or November. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a long season. Yeah. Yeah. It is. 
All right, frozen water month. I had a lot to choose from. Uh, <laughs> I was just trying to, so. Uh, That's why I went frozen water, Mark. If I would have went ice, you would have been screwed. <laughs> I, I would have. Um, I, I forgot how I even came to this one because I had some others in mind. Where are my notes? There they are. Yeah. So, um, I don't know how much frozen water is in the first one. But we do the sequels. And I think this is where I'm also just kind of... The synopsis told me that there there is a snowstorm. Which, snow, that's a form of frozen water. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. We're going to do the remake to Assault on Precinct 13. Haven't we done this? I don't... No. Because I've never seen the original Assault on Precinct 13. Was Robert Quinn? Is he? Uh, it's not on our, it's not on our spreadsheet. Uh. Oh, I'm thinking Pelham. Oh, the taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. Yes. Yes. No. This is the assault on Precinct 13. Uh, the original is on Peacock. The remake is a rental. And the synopsis of the rental says, during a snowstorm. So, uh, that might be a change for the original. That might be in the original. I don't know. But, uh, we'll find out. We're going to see how I'm frozen waters in this movie. Uh, yeah, so you catch that on streaming and then rent the, rent the second one. Um, and then, yeah, check out the Goon. Um, man, I forget how I, how I ended. Oh, I forgot the whole thing about you could, if you have thoughts, but you know all about that. Uh, next week. If you have any, like, sports companies that we may not know about, let us know. Yeah. We're always looking. Yeah, there you go. We've seen the replacements. Don't tell us that one. But if there's replacements too, yeah. somewhere on some streaming service, maybe you want to tell us where that is. We yeah. can find it. Oh man, okay. This is this is gonna be just kind of food. I'm gonna leave people with this question, but is there a sports comedy that you would say is unwatchable? Like some are bad, but I think they're all pretty. And like at the end of the day, if it's a comedy involving sports, I'm gonna be somewhat entertained by it. Yeah, as a sports fan. Yeah. A non-sports fan. And it can be about any sport, too. It can be about sports I'm not even into. Um, I'm trying to think of... Uh, I mean, I'm not the biggest hockey guy. And I, I, yeah, I think Goon's a great sports comedy. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm trying to rack my brain. There's, there has to be movies that are like, oh, that's not even... Oh, the bench warmers. All right. My whole thesis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you know yeah, what? Rob Schneider can run, man. <laughs> he can He can throw. He can throw. He can hit. That guy definitely plays. Uh, he's in a softball you know league. Rewatch bench warmers. Come spring training. I'll finish bench warmers. I think maybe you'll come around on I it. Saw, I saw like, you'll like, come around on it when you're in a baseball mood. I still have like another twenty minutes of bench warmers to watch. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they nailed the ending. I bet I'm gonna watch the bench. He's like, you know what? That they they got it. That's cash. Uh, all right. Till that's been. Uh, don't be that guy. A guy to sequel remix. See you in February. Sports desk. We're all pink on the inside. Oh, Jesus.